friends, welcome back to Christy Talks. I am so excited um, to dive into episode two. Episode two is called The Power of One Real Conversation. You know, as I look back at my life and the moments that, that acquaintances turned into friendships, they all track back to one real conversation. I think in life, you know, we all want someone to see what's behind the curtain. We all want someone to know us for who we really are. And yet we spend all this time in small talk and all this time rehearsing and being formal and just trying to get through these conversations with each other. All while deep down, we're begging to be known. We're begging to know others in a deeper way. So, you know, I look back and I think of sometimes how long it took to get to that one real conversation that changed everything. And sometimes it was just the moment you meet someone, you know, you have that one real conversation and everything changes. So I wanted to just take some time to just encourage you to maybe have one real conversation with someone today. Maybe it can change their life. Maybe it can change yours. You know, there's so much power in being authentic with each other. I think we spend way too much time trying to put on certain personas or be certain types of people, maybe to feel accepted, but it's not. At the end of the day, the only way that we can have true impact with ourselves and with others is through real conversations. So I wanted to talk about a couple instances in my life where I had a real conversation with someone and sometimes it changed the trajectory of my life and other days it just simply carried a burden. And you know, it could be very simple. It could be just what that person needs to get a little bit extra hope that day or it can actually change where they're going and the direction of their life. You know, so I was thinking about it and I was thinking about the different people in my life and the conversations we've had. And, you know, I've always had this just need for vulnerability, this need to be raw and real. You know, I think I spent a lot of my life just with facades and I spent a lot of my life thinking I needed to act a certain way and be a certain way and say a certain thing. So when I finally got to just be me and when I finally got to have those friendships, that were just raw and they were just real. It was genuinely healing for me. So I hope that you can take away from this podcast episode today just an encouragement to want to have a real conversation with another person. You know, I was thinking back at my life and I was thinking about high school and I thought of my junior year. I had a youth pastor. I had a lot of different youth pastors um, in high school and junior high and stuff because I lived a lot of different places but I had one uh, my junior year of high school he was pretty young so pretty relatable but I remember um, I was going to a private school at the time a pretty small school so there was a lot of drama and there was a lot of stuff going on that just kind of began to overwhelm me I didn't know how to handle these people's burdens and kind of just the darkness going on and just the overwhelm of the situations and the sadness and the brokenness and the hopelessness. And there's just so much to carry. And I felt like I couldn't tell anyone. And I think that's what's hard. It's when you don't know what to do because it's too hard to explain. It's too deep. It's too vulnerable. It's, uh, it's too messy, you know. Um, I did know that he was someone that I could talk to about this because, you know, he had gone to the same school when he was in high school. Um, but, you know, we couldn't find the time. <laughs> 
to talk about it. You know, we, we would say, how are you? You know, there's a lot going on, but we could just never find that moment to just, I mean, how do you start a deep conversation like that, right? Especially when I was that age, like it was so hard for me to like open up to anyone, like at all. So I just remember, I, I didn't know how to kind of just start that conversation. Hey, this is weighing on me like a lot. <laughs> Can you help me, right? So, um, and just, I also was like, I had a boatload of homework that year, um, junior years, crazy academically, especially um, in private school. Um, so I just, you know, never was able to find the time Then we'd serve. I, I was a junior high leader. And so we would serve together and it just, it was just crazy. So I remember one day it was weighing on me a lot specifically. And I was at the church. Um, I think I was waiting for someone and um, he, he wasn't, he didn't work that day for some reason. He wasn't in the office on those, I think it was like um, Thursday or something. And he wasn't usually there. But I remember being in there and just thinking, you know, God, I prayed. I was like, God, please have him just walk through the door right now. Like, I don't know how, but like, just please, God, I just need to talk about this with someone. Um, and I kid you not, like two minutes later, he walked through the door. And it was like the weirdest thing. I was like, hi. And he's like, hi. <laughs> like, it was this just strange moment. I just felt like, oh my gosh, God, God, listen to me. It's like, all right, God, I hear you. You want me to talk through this with someone. But it was, it was just like a really sweet and beautiful moment for me, I just feel. Um, because I, I really felt like God was helping me work through this and like literally brought a person, especially because it was such a struggle for me to talk to anyone about these things. Um, and I remember just asking him, what do I do about, you know, fill in the blank, the situation. And, um, you know, he didn't have like these crazy solutions. I mean, it's not like all these situations really had situ had solutions to them. Um, but I just didn't really know, you know, what role to play, um, how to help my peers, how to deal with all this brokenness and craziness. And I remember just being so overwhelmed and so burdened. And what he did with me is he told me, first of all, Chrissy, I've been exactly in your shoes. <laughs> and I don't know what it is about those words that is so beautiful to hear that someone understands exactly where you're coming from. And he had literally been in my shoes. Like he had literally gone to high school there. Um, so just very, very similar circumstances. And I remember um, he just said, let's just pray. And we prayed. And I remember as he was praying, it's like he was lifting this burden that I had just been carrying for so long. And we were both, like as his voice was cracking and my tears were streaming, we were both laying this burden at God's feet. And I just remember just this beautiful moment of this one real conversation of how I just needed that burden lifted. And yes, I could go to God and I did go to God, of course, and I would lay, I would try and lay it before his feet. And, and, and yes, you can help me, but sometimes God uses people and sometimes we need people to say, I, I know exactly what you're going through. You know, sometimes we need people to pray with us and to lay those burdens before God with us. And I just think it's so powerful and so beautiful that um, just as humans, we have this ability to be vulnerable with each other and to share burdens. And we, we have this ability to say, hey, I've been there too. Because, you know, there's no use in pretending. There's no use in pretending that we're perfect, that we got it all together. There's no use in pretending that we've never been through the things that we've been through. You know, because 
at the end of the day, everyone goes through things. We're human. We all have a similar experience. Even if our situations are vastly different, the emotions that we experience through those experiences are very similar. So to be vulnerable with each other and tell each other what's going on, we can help lift those burdens so having those real vulnerable powerful conversations are so important you know and I always look back to that moment and I just think like that is so cool that first of all he showed up when I asked God for him to show up but also just that he was willing to just talk really real with me about kind of just like really messy situations um, that I couldn't talk to anyone else about so um, that was one of the real conversations, but another conversation I think about more just in recent years, um, was with a stranger kind of, I had, um, never met him. Um, but I met up with him in a coffee shop. It was this pastor. I was at a crossroads with my job. I had quit my job, um, and accepted a different one. And, um, I really wanted to keep working in like the nonprofit sector so I, you know, I had to ask God to show up in big ways for me. Um, so I had applied to a lot of different nonprofits um, that week. So I had like two weeks between the time I, um, or I think I had one week, yeah, between the time I had quit my job to the time that I was starting the new one. So I had different interviews lined up. So the day before I was supposed to start um, my new job, I had, I think, like three interviews. Um and I remember I had the job I ended up taking was the first one. And I really felt when I interviewed with them, I love them so much. When um, I interviewed with them, I just felt like it was meant to be, like I felt like it was a God thing. Um, there's something that my boss said to me in that moment about just doing the right thing and, and just his values that I really felt like this is it, like, you know, we're meant to work together. But being 21-year-old self that I was, you know, um, I I just was so scared that I could so easily ruin my life with one decision, you know. I think for so long, you know, decisions were made for me. And then maybe I would look back and be like, you know, maybe I could have done something. Or I go through this, like, regret in my head of how things could have been if I made this decision or if this person made this decision for me or whatever, you know. So I was just like very confused about like God's will in my life or like if one decision just absolutely ruined my life, like if I held so much power, right? Um, So I remember meeting with this guy, I still went to the interview and I met up with him like straight from the beginning. I told him full disclosure, like accepted a job offer today, this and this and that. And I said, and we were like sitting down, we were at a coffee shop and as I was sitting down, I said, but I would love to just, you know, get your advice like, how do I know that I made the right decision? And uh, this amazing person um, just proceeded to just over the next hour, just give me such godly and beautiful counsel. (laughs) Never met me before. We just broke the tone. You know, we decided to have one real conversation. And I decided to ask him a very vulnerable question. You know, I'm, I'm asking someone for advice that I've never met before. And he's deciding to (laughs) the minute he realizes that I'm not going to take the job that maybe he wanted to offer me or whatever, he's still going to have this conversation with me and be real with me. And I thought it was something that was so beautiful. So he proceeds to tell me just that the only way I'm going to know is if I try it, that I might love it and I might hate it, (laughs) but it's okay. Like I'll only figure it out if I try it. Like that your calling isn't this specific thing that one decision can absolutely just ruin it that you're you're just never going to find your calling if you don't try 
try different things, try and figure it out. And I just felt so much freedom in that moment because I felt like no one had ever given me permission to just like try and fail <laughs> before, you know, like just try it, figure it out. Um, and I thought that was so beautiful. Like I didn't have to have this five-year plan of like, you know, I'm called to this, so I'm going to do this. It's like, no, you know, I'm figuring out what I'm called to. And that was just so beautiful that he was able to tell me that and just help me feel that freedom of, you know, I'm going to figure out if I love it or if I hate it. And thank God I loved it, <laughs> loved it so much. Right. But, um, but I would have never known, you know, and if it would have been okay if I didn't, you know, love it because there's freedom in that there's freedom that you're not going to ruin your life with one decision, you know, um, so I just remember that day in the coffee shop as just this stranger said these just super freeing words to me. And I just think, you know, that was such a real conversation. And I, I didn't know him. I had just met him. You know, for some people, it takes literally like six months <laughs> before you hit like the one real conversation or it can even take two years. You know, I heard this statistic, but like, don't quote me, but like. It says something along the lines of like, you have to spend like 200 hours with someone before you know them deeply. I'm like, that's crazy. That's probably because it takes us a long time to even get to that first deep conversation or first conversation that's like behind the current that this is who I really am. This is what I really struggle with, you know? And I think that is so bizarre because I think the only way that we're really going to heal ourselves and, you know, help each other, impact each other is through being real, is through having those real conversations. You know, the longer we spend in formalities and facades and walk around like we're in some movie or something, the longer it's going to take to truly impact others. And so my challenge for you would just be today, have one real conversation with someone. You know, it might be like that guy in the coffee shop, that pastor in the coffee shop that like literally changed the trajectory of my life, I think, because he just freed me and gave me just the permission to try things and try and figure out that you're not always called to just one specific thing that you're going to figure it out with God and I just think there's something so beautiful or other times the real conversation is going to be like with my youth pastor in high school that he just really helped lift that burden that was weighing me down so much because he was willing to listen he was willing to have that real conversation you know I think there's two sides to having a real conversation one side is listening is being available for someone to be born vulnerable with you, you know, and the other side is being willing to be vulnerable with someone. Both are very difficult because both cause us to look, <laughs> look inside, right? If someone's being vulnerable with us, we have to remember the times that maybe we went through something similar and maybe it hurt and maybe we don't like to revisit that pain over and over again, but we might go there because that's the way we're going to help them, you know, but it also takes a lot of effort to be vulnerable with someone else because, Trust isn't easy, you know. It it was so difficult for me, especially when I was younger, to open up to people. But, you know, I think the more you do it, the more you have those real conversations, the easier it gets. Because, you know, we're never going to change. We're never going to impact others or be impacted ourselves if we just close ourselves off. We have to be willing to get raw and get real. You know, so today I would love, love to encourage you to just have that one real conversation with someone around you. You never know, it might lift a burden or it might change the trajectory of their life. Friends, thank you so much for joining me today for another episode of Christy Talks. I can't tell you how excited I am that we are able 
to connect in this format. If you haven't already, go ahead and rate a review, subscribe, do it all you guys if you want. Um, I'd love that I can just connect with you guys on a deeper level. Thanks for joining me for a Christy talk.